Welcome. It is unfiltered. Yes, we've just finished Monday Club. Now we're going to start unfiltered. Uh, and we're going to talk about um, anything and everything. That's what unfiltered is about. We're going to shoot the shit on whatever's out there. What's out there? Um, so, up until recently, my mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone who had COVID. Mm-hmm. No one. No one. And then my uncle's quite ill. Um yeah, quite ill. And anyway, so my dad's been going down to visit him. I'm sorry, that. I'm not. I, I'm a, this is off some, he's, he's still alive then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, because well, that's the one uh, you told me. Not ill from you... COVID. Like, he's got cancer. He's on his way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got all things wrong with him. It's a bit of a shit show, but it is what it is. Uh, so my dad's, that's my dad's only brother. Um, his only fam- living family and that. So he's a bit down about it. So he's going down there to visit him and stuff. My uncle lives back in Quidden, um, and got COVID. So my uncle got COVID from hospital, brought it home. They got COVID in the house. Everyone's all right. Just got COVID, feel a bit rough, whatever. My dad got COVID. Now my dad is had like five strokes. He's got he had like four heart attacks. He is not a well man. Like all intensive purposes, you wouldn't know. He's a bit mm-hmm. like the Terminator, like literally cannot stop him, gets COVID. Now, I want to talk a little bit about, oh, I can't really, we're going to get pulled from YouTube for this this content, but he's had both jabs. Yeah. Great. I've had both jabs, which is great. Um, and so I was super worried about it. So I went to the chemist and I said, I want your strongest vitamin C, which happens to be Barocca's. Decent. Oh, right, yeah. And I want your strongest vitamin D. Um and Sunny Sunny D. Drink. <laughs> bring out Sunny D. No, so that I wanted vitamin D because that's um these are two things that they really reckon um help fortify your body against getting proper COVID anyway. And with my dad being you know, uh not a well man, I thought, right, we've got to get him some of this. So I went in there and they wouldn't they wouldn't sell it to me because I told them the stories I was from my dad and they was like, yeah, no, no, you can't take both. That's not what the government suggests. And I was like, all right, all right but I need it. No, you can only one's have for one. You. One's for him, one's for him. Yeah, and I was like, well, they're for me now. And so they wouldn't sell it to me. So let's go to one chemist and buy vitamin C and one chemist and buy vitamin D. Anyway, so he's been having one of them in the morning, um, one vitamin D in the morning. And I'm not saying I've cured COVID, but it's got no, it's got no symptoms. That's all I'm saying. I've done, it's done very well. You're welcome. Um, the world, you're welcome. Uh, high dose vitamin C and uh, high dose vitamin D, and he's right as rain. To be fair, he's probably just one of them geezers that ain't going to get it properly. Right. Okay. But yeah, COVID's finally caught up with the McDonald's. Um, up until now, I didn't know anyone who had it. I know people who say they've had it, but I don't. I don't believe anyone until I see Adam a test. It. Yeah, Adam definitely had it around Christmas. He was off. Uh, yeah, he did. Was it two? two did he know? Did, did you see a test? Yeah. Or did he just have symptoms? He had symptoms. And then the, him and his mum both went for a test, and then he sent me a picture of the test. All right, whatever. I didn't see it. <laughs> Well, I, I wouldn't lie about it because I made him not come to work. I had to then self-isolate for, it was just five days at the time, but I just got the keys to the unit. 
so I was by myself anyway. Um, so yeah, and my mum got it first, and I was like, she'll be all right because my mum's like a medical marvel. Like I swear, she, she just all she's ever done is sit down and you know not do much, and she's never <laughs> had anything wrong with her life. Oh, is that where you get it from? Yeah, definitely. Me yeah. and my mum are peas in the pod. We can literally sit there and watch TV all day, but um. COVID's finally catched up, and I don't know, man. It's finally become real. I mean, what are we, two years in? Yeah, pretty much. Is it two years? Well, it's two years. Come October was the first sort of bit on the news, wasn't it? October 19. But yeah. I think it was. So, have you had it? No. No. This is what I mean about it being super contagious. I worked with Adam for three days in the van, you know, whatnot until we he he like had symptoms and got a test it was like oh christ i had a test every day he never got it never any symptoms never got ill it's a funny thing man because it's got me thinking like i'm not conspiracy theorist or any of that i hate it i hate when people tell me about the facts and figures and you know they've done their research no what you've done is you've watched youtube videos You've read and some pick, scientific pick, papers and pick that you the don't bullet understand. points that you can remember out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You've read some scientific papers you don't understand, and you're going to tell me that you know more than a doctor. Well, you don't because you don't have the underpinning knowledge. Shut up. But um, they reckon, and this, listen, don't listen to anything I say. I'm a div. But I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast today that you actually, if you get it, the antibodies are more powerful than the vaccine antibodies and they last longer. So if you're not double vaccinated, but you've had it, you're actually more protected against it than if... If you were to get the double vaccine, yeah. So... I read that about how how vaccines were created because I was interested in it. And it was about um, smallpox. So smallpox, what was it? The 17th, 16th, 17th century or whatever it was. Where it started off. Obsessed in... with the seventeenth century lately, you know? Yeah, I know, right? I was just doing some reading. I don't normally read, and I sort of went down a rabbit hole. And um, it started off around African plains, and through all the slave trades, it then it quickly spread across the world, and it killed literally. I think it was like five hundred million people. Yeah. Overall, and people had started doing. So I think it was in China. A guy first created. It wasn't. It wasn't called a vaccine. It was. Um, it was a different word for it, I can't remember. But he would scrape a scab off the smallpox because smallpox would affect, it would make your skin peel off, like scab and peel off, Decent. affected your, some of your organs and gave you like sickness and everything. And eventually a lot of people would die from it. But they would scrape a scab off and smush it up into one of them things. And then he would blow the scab up someone's nose. So they had dead um, cells from that to make the body make its own anti, um, antigen. Antigen? No. Antibodies. Anti- antibodies for it and that worked on some cases but then some people actually from that um, blow up the nose would actually get it and die as well and it was a a dairy a a milking girl that used to do it for the cows and she said to a doctor at one point that uh, with cowpox it's the same strain but obviously it affects different between animals and, and humans where she would have red blotches up her arm from cowpox but you physically couldn't die from it and she said, I could never catch this because of that. And they did tests and it was, it was true. Her body created antibodies for cowpox, which then smallpox couldn't infect. So the whole um, uh, vaccine for smallpox was created from cowpox 
and then turn into an injection that was given to millions of people. And that's how they cured, as such, smallpox from cows. Wow. Oh, it's cool. Cool little story. I love that stuff. I've got hmm. a similar one. Go on. Um, it's about AIDS. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, people are like, oh, yeah. So when I was growing up, it was like, oh, yeah, people were having sex with monkeys and that's why AIDS That's about. exactly what I heard. Right? I wasn't going to say it on this, but, yeah, it's exactly what I heard. I feel like, I feel like that's a reach. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like that's not a thing. Like, yeah. Where's oh, the proof? It might, camera listen, that must have happened at some point, right? No doubt. Right, let's not get let's not get on that. Okay, but carry on. I feel like that's not how it happened. Anyway, I was listening to what is it called? Oh, Radio Lab, and they and they talk about it, and so what they reckoned it was, and they can almost tra- trace it to a region. They explained how, but I'll butcher that bit. But basically, it's called the Cut Hunter Theory. So, the human immune virus, or immunos, whatever virus, HIV, is what it is, right? Then you've got SIV, which is simian immune virus, or immuno, whatever. The simian means monkey, doesn't it? So, that's like monkey in Latin, or whatever. Right. That's their, their thing. So, that existed before HIV. HIV comes from SIV. Now... What they're saying is, so in a certain part of Africa where it's meant to have come from, they would hunt monkeys. And so he's hunt, the hunter's gone into the woods, he saw a monkey, boom, shot it with an arrow, got it down. Now he's butchering it, getting it all out. Like, And what they say is at that precise moment, like the sort of stars aligned for it to, for his physiology to be receptive to SIV at that. Everything had to be in balance. So he'd cut himself, cutting yeah, a monkey. Yeah. The blood had infected him and it turned into HIV because it had become, it had gone from SIV and then got into the human this body. This one person. This one person and then turned into SIV. Now, sorry, turned into HIV. And then he would be, so he would then take his, his, his wares and go to a village where, bam, he's like, he's a guy. He's brought back a monkey. Look, girls have got a monkey. Bang, he's getting some. He's getting some nookie tonight. Get some nookie. Then these women might end up with some other people, and then they talk about how it spread up this river, like mm. how these these cases spread up the river, and that is where it actually come from. It's called the cut hunter theory. So what I, I found interesting about when we first heard about COVID was... He, or how, he might have just banged a monkey and said... Oh, he could have... That's safe. <laughs> but it was like uh, the numbers of how many people you come in contact when it was all over the news of, you know, I catch it and I, you know, just go down the shops and in a day, if I came in contact with 10 people and those 10 people came in contact with another 10 people and the, the spread, it was like one person in a day of rule of thumb could spread it to i think it was ten thousand people with with the connection of 10 and 10 and 10 continuously really it's crazy numbers really yeah if you think about it in a 24-hour period maybe before one person yeah maybe before covid if you think about it like not now but back in the day when it when it was talked about because me and neil we done we done lockdown broadcast during covid 
and I, I was listening to to him back a little while ago, and I was like, it was so funny because he was like, well, this won't last. The economy won't handle it, and all that. Mate, excuse me, I'm tired. I've been up. Um, actually working today. It's a rarity. Um, and when you look back at it, and you look back at like the madness of the first lockdown, mm. mental, wasn't it? Like Brutal. literally, nothing. Dead. Everything dead. was dead. I know. It was, it was like really the end of the weird. world. But even, like, to start with, I was like, oh, what's this rubbish? And wasn't really that bothered. And then it came to like one day when they announced stuff on the news and we were like, shit. Like, yeah. like shit. And then that's when I stopped going to work and we the half had to do a few extra things where she was working before it shut down. And we were like, shit. Like, look yeah. outside, look at the news, look at all the pictures on all the news reporters with a helicopter. And I, just the roads, no one on it. You know, you go to no. like, Tesco down the road. You go there and be like, there is no one here. And I was like, <laughs> it's almost like Christmas Day. You know, if you get up early, you've got to travel somewhere Christmas Day. Yeah, the roads, it, was, it was. And there's no one more there. More dead than that. It, it was more oh, dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was very like, odd. And it was the headspace for it all. Like, even I must admit, like, I was a bit like, this is a bit scary, really, to think. Because what made me laugh is I saw a picture on Facebook ages ago it was saying, just to let you all know, this was the one of the first pictures the news released of how COVID affects you. And it was a, I think it was a Chinese person in the middle of the street that had just dropped over dead. And they just, and the police were walking around and like people were just like dropping over dying. And we remember seeing that thinking, shit, like, yeah, this is, like, this is no joke. And now you look at it and go, it was obviously fake. It was just the way they took a picture and we were all like, wow, you know, well, it gets you that quick. Well, this is this other thing, isn't there? It's like, it's like, oh, what I was going to say now. I'd say really good to say then. Oh, so good. So good. Um, I know this is it. So what happened was, so we got locked down about a week into the lockdown. There was this internet, what like um, a WhatsApp voicemail going around. And it's this woman. She's like, listen, I work for the um, Kent ambulance and whatever response center. Um, and I'm telling you now, the government guidelines have come down. Um, we're going to get to a point where if you um, come down with it, if your kids come down with it and you phone for an ambulance, help is not coming. You're on your own. And all this. And uh, me being gullible. Listen, I look back at all the things I've been duped with. This was so dumb. I remember I was in I was in the kitchen in the, in the old flat and I was like, I'm putting a thing, I was listening to it and I was like, I'm getting all a bit emotional because I'm a new dad and all this. And I'm like, what are we going to do? So, what, what are we going to do? What am I going to do? Anyway, I phone up Amanda. I don't know where she was. She might have been out shopping. It's like, babe, get home. Get home. Listen, buy everything. Buy everything in the shop. Get home. We're hunkering down. We ain't having it. And uh, she come back with like 50 bags of pasta. And was like, what are we going to do with all this? I was like, I don't care, babe. At least we're going to survive. And I picked up my child. Oh, oh my baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great. But it's I, I always, me and my wife still do it. She probably wouldn't admit it, but we did it the other night. You know, what would you? Ha- what would happen? What would we do? Would our plan be in a, in a zombie apocalypse? And I actually think we should do a podcast on this once of what you would do, like where you'd go, who you'd save, like how like, long you'd prepare you know, for. How many times I've done this in my head? Oh, mate, I've, we've talked about it so many times because we like The Walking Dead. We've watched all the zombie stuff. We really like it. And we were saying, you know, is this the... Because it went around saying, oh, is this the start of it? You know, it's COVID. Is this where people, these, you know, these bodies are getting put in warehouses and they're all going to start being brought back to life? 
And uh, we were just having a chill mag about what we'd do and growing fruit in the vegetables. Listen, I'll tell you what I do. It's simple. Cool. I'll I'll get in my car. Like, the day it breaks out, I'll get in my car and I'll drive fast down to Ramsgate Harbour. I'm running into people and smashing up stuff. Me and my family get into Ramsgate Harbour. I've got my sword. I've got my knives. I've got my my bow and arrow. Listen, I'm commandeering a boat. I'm killing whoever's on it. I'm getting on that boat. And I don't even know how to drive a boat. I'll figure it out. And I'm just going to get on the boat. Do you drive a boat or do you captain a boat? You don't drive a boat, I don't know. Do I, I'm, listen, I'll make that boat go where I want it to go. Yeah, that's fair. That's I, fair. I love look, you get on a boat and it's got a sail. Fuck. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm not so getting sorry. a sailboat. <laughs> yeah. But mind you, I might get a sailboat with a motor just because mm. run out of juice. Leech got Can't a sail. Don't, don't know. But, but I'm sure, I'm sure Google will still be going. Right, I'm For sure. A while, yeah, I, don't know, I, I could talk about. We should write this down. Let us know below if you lot want this because I'm real game. Like you and me, spend a couple of hours writing down and planning, and then telling our stories to people like properly. And, and then you just go and listen. You don't have to go far. You just have to go outside the harbour wall, or you could say just inside the harbour wall, but away from it, so zombies can't jump onto your boat. You could huh? sit in the middle. You could just you can ride it out in a boat, and then if there's like pirates coming, you could quickly go back on land, or you could shoot off around the corner. Do you know what I mean? And then you then that's what I'd do. I'd uh, definitely a boat, a boat scenario. Yeah, we said the same. There's a big reservoir near us, around the corner, so you got fresh water. There's a um, forest next to it. There's a deer in it. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do in a forest? And what are you gonna do with a deer? You ain't even got a bow and arrow. What are you gonna do? Throw sticks at it. No, it's, I know Adam, you're dumb. Adam's well, I not anymore, but I used to have gun licenses, but they expired, so we sold all of them with my dad. But um Adam's um him and his dad both got firearms licenses, just go, Adam, help a bro out. But what if he gun. what if he's already a, like a zombie running around his house? That's it, you can't then get I'll him kill him. I have to kill him. So sorry, Adam. Where's and it case? all depends as well. It all depends, right, on the type of zombie. I know. Like, we've always said that if it's twenty-eight days later ones, zombies, you got problems. Yeah, or I am legend zombies. Oh, oh, I am legend zombies are the worst. Yeah. Followed by twenty-eight days later zombies. Yeah. If you're talking about Walking Dead zombies, yeah, easy. Listen, easy. Don't easy, need a no. gun. Need a big stick. So we need. No, you really. What you want is people think the samurai sword is a good one. But yes. unless you've got a genuine samurai sword that is yeah, sharp that by sharp. a master, yeah. and um, you've got a genuine one made of like proper folded metal, seventeen thousand times. Yeah, I know. Yep. they go blunt quick. What you actually want is a machete. Oh yeah, that you Absolutely. can sharpen yourself. It's good for hacking off limbs. It's good for hacking in, pulling out. It's easy. The like, thing that makes me laugh is when you see all these people running around and they you got their arms, it's like, oh, I've been bitten here. And the... Motorbike levers. Exactly. Everyone wear motorbike levers. Yeah. Motorbike levers. said this. Yeah, I got bike levers. Middle off, got a one piece. The kids would just put them in a big big bag on my shoulder. It'd be fine. Motorbike you know I levers. I ain't get bit. I don't even no. need the armour inside them. I've I know. got one piece. Probably won't fit in it. I'll probably have to do something about my torso, but you know, we can work that like out. Duct tape some yellow pages to the front. They won't get through that. What you won't want is to wear motorbike boots with it, though. Well, you want to wear some type of boots where you could overlap them so there's no Yeah, you don't want motorbike boots because you basically can't walk in motorbike boots. You can't run in them. And plus, no. you don't really want to wear the helmet either because you're obstructing your view. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you want your helmet... Open face one. 
No, maybe you want to carry a helmet with you in case it comes on top. Let me get my dad's. I had my dad's when he died. Not you. So this was his blood bike helmet. Yes. Well, it was a shark one. It's the Evo one. And the face comes down. Yes. That might be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, maybe I, I will uh, I will allow that. This is what I'm saying. You need an assortment of, of weapons as well. Don't just think one weapon's going to do you. Oh, no. you got to have a couple of pouches with a couple of knives on you. You want some knuckle dust knives as well. So you can... <sighs> You just got you got to come prepared for that. Now, what I think would be a good thing is like um, a long poking stick, but made of metal, Spartan. like a long Spartan. cone. Yeah, just, you could just get um twenty five conduit and just just take a, a forty five off. You just got because all you're doing really is poking in the eye quickly. Whap whap whap. Now you're done free quick. Easy. You, you only got to damage your brain. But if it's I am legend zombies, you're you, nah, you're finished. You're yeah. But we we were saying because we watched um if you've watched, headbutt uh, through steel that annoyed me i know i know uh the the uh, the new movie ready player one have you watched that yes so the same theory behind that as such with living in a v- vr world but you're living a zombie apocalypse in real and not so much in real time but you could live in a bit faster pace where things progress so you could spend six hours on the game in real life but in the game it could be three months or something like someone should create a survival game on a vr like that where you have to do you know bits and bits it would be um have you watched um the new one on amazon that they did with dave batista um in las vegas terrible worst oh drop me out that was so bad what was it called again so bad i don't even know it was so bad well you thought that was good I didn't mind it. I wouldn't choose it over the other ones, but I didn't mind it. Oh, I still would... love Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> See, that would be a good one to survive in. Yeah. Really. Yeah, the Winchester and just wait for it to all blow over. Well, is it Winchester? I don't know. But all you really got to do is stay away from the crowds of zombies because they can overwhelm yeah, the hordes. The yeah, hordes. the hordes. Come on. Hordes of zombies. And you're all right. If you stay away from them. And the thing is, they're slow moving zombies as well. You get away from them on a motorbike, really. Walk the other way. Them. Yeah. Oh, I saw. The, I was watching Jay Leno's garage today, and there is a truck. It's called the six by the Armageddon six by six. <gasps> it's built specifically for for zombies. Oh, delicious! I could so, convert my truck. And oh, mate, this makes <laughs> all trucks look like children's toys. It is the best thing I've ever seen. I was like, babe, I need that. Start OnlyFans and buy me that. Or put more videos on YouTube, for God's sake. She's going to love you saying that. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like we've covered a lot of nonsense. But I've really enjoyed this talk. I love talking about zombies. I know, it's so sad. Maybe we should do a whole episode devoted to zombie nonsense. Absolutely. Let, um, let us know below. It's all up to the guys. If they want it, we'll do it. But we could come up with some absolute shit for about half hour definitely definitely def- listen i could go so deep into it i've spent so many hours listen there there is only one reason i've got uh, a heap of swords and knives and a um bow and arrow on my roof don't have any of that because you you'll get to a stage where your kids will start coming in and start playing with stuff you like now i need to get rid of that well i've got six knives on the on, on my shed there 
And she's already started going, Daddy, Daddy, I play? No. Nope. Nope. They're going to have to go away, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Right, Nico. Um, I've really enjoyed these uh, uh, one-on-one sessions. You're welcome. I wish um, I could say the same. I mean, joking, mate. I'm joking. Uh, I'm filtered. We're out.